Hello and welcome back to Practicing Human, the podcast where every day we're getting a little better at life. I'm your host, Corey Mascara, and in today's episode, we're going to talk about following your truth. More to come on that in a moment. First, let's settle in together with the sound of the bells. Okay, so following your truth. This is a phrase you may have heard in your own personal growth or spiritual journey. It seems to be a common prescription for living a good life. Follow your truth. But there's a handful of complications with that phrase. Uh, The first is, one, what does it mean to follow your truth? And two, a recognition that that can actually be a very difficult thing to do. The first part is a longer thing to address and I think is something that we have to really develop an attunement for throughout the course of our life. I actually think it's our very big work to identify and and, uh, understand for ourselves what actually is true for me because we are inundated with so many different ideas and belief systems, uh, cultures, values, community values, family values, that it, a lot of that goes into our own value system and our own sense of compass, but a lot of it is also just noise and other people's storylines that we're playing out, that a, a big part of our growth journey is just learning to parse that, of like, am I, am I doing this because I have some positive association with making someone else happy versus am I doing this because there's something deep in me that is saying this is correct right now. So the, the practice of meditation, things that get you grounded and still, practices that help you attune to yourself and the subtle voices that arise. And by voices, I, I don't necessarily mean like, sounds that you might hear in your mind or thoughts that might come up, but like the felt sense of what to do in relationship to what's coming up right now. That form of communication, what we might often call like intuitive guidance, uh, is something that takes a, a certain level of groundedness and stillness and attunement. And we talk a lot about how to develop that quality of groundedness on this podcast. And so if you want to review how to develop a meditation practice, you could check out some of the early episodes about meditation, mindfulness, etc. I want to speak more to the difficulty of even when we have a sense of what is true for us right now, that it's not always as simple as, okay, I'll just do that. Because it can be very scary. There are a lot of scenarios in our life, whether it's navigating a relationship or a job. Should I stay in this job? Should I get out of this job? Should I take this risk and start a business? Should I speak what I believe and potentially create some enemies along the way. There are a lot of reasons why we would try to override 
the pulse of truth moving through us. It often can come with some consequences. If we're getting out of a relationship, it could mean maybe the other person being hurt or stepping away from a life or lifestyle that feels good in a lot of ways or predictable or safe, but something is off. If it's stepping away from a job, there might be a certain kind of security that is compelling for a lot of reasons and might even may even be necessary. And by walking away, we may be in, in a state of limbo for a period of time. And I want to honor these complexities. You know, if, if your truth is saying, I can't be in this job right now, but you're also supporting a family, you know, that that's also a different truth that's arising of like, okay, for this period of time, um, that's actually not an option. I, I need to continue to have some source of income. And so you, you might have to first meet that and figure out how do I blend with this truth that is arising in me that something is not working. Do I have to take an hour or two in the evenings to explore a different path or start building something on the side? There are, are ways to meet what is arising in you without uh, completely destroying the, the current thing that you're doing. And uh, I, I do believe it's important to honor those nuances. I want to speak more specifically, though, to the difficulty of following your truth when you don't know where it's going to lead. Have you noticed this in your own life, where there's a situation and there's a felt sense that something isn't working the way it is right now? You can kind of see a path for it to continue as it's going, and it might not even be terrible, right? You, there might be a lot of good about it, a lot that you can get excited about and sort of like, yeah, I could see my life going that way. And there's also something comfortable about the security and the predictability about it. But there's also this felt sense of, you know, this this isn't quite it. Uh, I'm, I'm being called in a different direction. And you only have a glimpse of what that direction is. You only have a sense of what a step in that direction would be. And the fact that you don't yet know what that whole path is and what will arise and where it will take you and will you be okay on the other side and is it all right to let go of this thing, this one path that might not be the, uh, the optimal one, but it's good enough, right? Those are the kind of blocks we, we get in where we just sort of negotiate that intuition, that truth away in service of something that is good enough, safe, predictable. And again, I recognize this stuff is not easy and there are some really hard decisions and sometimes we go in a direction that is not fully aligned with us and and I still think you can live a great life that way. So we don't need to compound past decisions with more shame and judgment. However, if there is an interest in leading a life that is more aligned with what is true in us, which what with what we sense as uh, the direction of freedom, of growing into ourselves more deeply, uh, of living a really authentic, true life to ourselves, which is a bit of a calling, then it's important to recognize you're going to have to make these hard decisions. And I think a metaphor that can be useful 
for navigating this is driving through the night with just the vision of your headlights in front of you. If you think of driving along a long, windy road in the middle of the night, you can't really see where you're going. In fact, you don't really know what's in front of you beyond what your headlights are lighting up, which may be 20, 30, 40, 50 feet. But that's enough to continue moving forward. And each time you move forward, you get a glimpse of something a little bit further, and then a little bit further, and then a little bit further, and then a little bit further. And then at some point, there's a sense of, oh, there's a destination, or oh, there's, there's what I've been looking for, or oh, there's a place that I can stop and rest, or oh, the sun's coming out and I actually see a longer path and, and have a sense of where it's actually going right now and where I am in time and space and what I've been working toward and driving toward. I think it's helpful to view our journey of following our own truth through that same lens. And that is that sometimes all we know is just a small part of the journey, a small sense of what the truth is highlighting for us in front of us. It's saying, you know what, in that direction, it's not working. And I have a sense of the direction I need to go in, but it's only like 30, 40, 50 feet. But I am in the driver's seat and I can press the gas and I can move in that direction. And I think it's often that first step of just trusting that the light will continue to shine and the path will continue to be illuminated. And if you just keep following it, eventually you'll see, you'll see something. Eventually it'll start to make sense. And then, of course, as life goes on, you know, you'll get to some destination and land and then it, another truth will arise and say, all right, we've, we've overstayed our welcome here. Something's pulling me back. And then you're back on the road. And it's like, I got nothing but the 30 to 50 feet of light in front of me. I don't know where the path is going to take me, but I, I trust, I trust this inner compass, this inner wisdom. And even though there can be something scary to our ego about this, it's also the deepest form of freedom and excitement and inspiration and something in us opens when we follow this because we're, we're embodied we're in it we are surrendering to the deepest part of us that is saying this is what's true right now and at the very least when we align with that something in us blossoms at most when we align with that the universe conspires to give us what is correct what is most needed for us on this journey so if you're in the process, in the pursuit of uh, attuning to your own truth and taking that scary journey of following it, I hope this gives you something to think about and to recognize that you're not alone in your fear of that. Even Pema Chodron said fear is a natural reaction to moving closer to truth. So if that's arising, it most likely means you're in rich territory. And uh, if you just have a sense of the lights in front of you, and a sense of how to press the gas, that's enough. It's enough to get going. So I hope this gives you something to ponder on your journey of practicing human. 
Thank you for your practice. If you'd like more support along this journey, and especially if you're trying to touch into what is your truth and you need some space to connect to that and drop beneath all the layers of story, then I highly encourage you to attend one of my upcoming online retreats. It's the space to do that, to really drop in. There's one coming up April 16th through 18th, 2021. Um, but I do run these with different themes. So you could check all of those out at coreymiscara.com forward slash retreat to see when the next one is. I'd love to have you there. Thank you so much for your practice. I'll talk to you soon. And until next time, take care.